Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Good morning all. Q&A time again. Another balmy summer's day. I my jumper on. What's going on? I'm kind of playing going out of shorts. I had one day where I had dragged some pallets off the lorry up some slopes and it was very warm and I thought I'd put my shorts on. But again, I didn't regret it. Might be back in cargo soon, who knows. That'll make the sun come out. All right, before we start, a big hello to Ton May. Hello my friend, how you doing? Oh, I bumped into uh, E2B... Um, I think it was Thursday morning. He was off to some pack. He was off to Pankhurst Square in London. I was off. I don't know Bristol way. I think I was. But uh, a man who very sensibly has bought um, a Luton with a tail lift. Had the, had the curtain converted. Eighteen hundred pound. It hurts me. Eighteen hundred pound. But it is what it is. It's professional looking curtain. It looks very tidy. He's got the rings on the floor. And um, I said to him, I said, yeah, it does hurt, but you will get that money back in three months. Because, and then, you know, you've got the van. So, yeah, one side converted, and he sort of used to be a bookkeeper. And he's keen. He's on the exchange, been running for about six months, a year now. Doing all right. So, mate, onwards and upwards. Young fella out there doing the thing. Good luck. Um, right, a couple of things. Um, cheesy Bud likes the video. He says, love all the vids, but would like to see more like this, mate. These are the, the, these, I'm starting to do these freelance trucking life on the road videos. Um, are you out on the road showing the problems you encounter, how you get around them? And Shane Hardy says, uh, another, he likes to say another good Q&A, he says, you need an editor. Just keep the videos coming. It gives you more time to take care, take money. I'm kind of working on it. I kind of figure that I can probably do one Life on a Row video and one sort of courier exchange type video a week. Um, and, of course, it's only Q&A. Uh, the, the, the Life on a Row videos take a little bit longer because you've got to film them all up and you've got to get on the video editor. But I'm getting better at the filming thing now and, you know, marrying all the cameras up together, and um, I'm getting better at the film editing thing. It does take a while, like, you know, but I don't mind doing it. It's kind of, if I get home early, or and I'm trying to get a, a, a jump on it, so I've, I've got a couple lined up, which means it gives me a little bit more lead time. But it does mean I'm kind of neglecting some of the questions that we might cover on the channel in the Sunday Q&A. But I kind of would like to draw your attention to this. Now, I said before, there is another channel out there. I make videos for them. 
they pay me to make the videos for them, but that's just because they're trying to get some traction on their channel. All the videos I write myself, and they are just general stuff. They're aimed more at the multi-drop mob. They're aimed more at your Amazon, Argos, Hermes, but they do still stand, and there's a couple of ones on there I just like to sort of raise your attention to, which is, um, I did one that went out about a week ago, uh, 10 ways to reduce fuel costs, so we'll do a link to that. And also there was one that went out a couple of weeks ago, which was how to prevent damage with goods in the back. So we'll do a link to that. So there's two links. There's another channel over there. I call it like my sister channel. It's the Circuit channel. And it is the Circuit app, which I do recommend. It's not the cheapest, but it's really good. If you're doing a lot of multi-drops, it's really good, like, you know. But that aside... There's other videos there, just like the generic stuff. So if there's questions that you've got that aren't answered on this, ping over there. That would be handy. And if you do like it, I don't say this on my channel, although it would be handy. The like, subscribe, hit the, hit the thumbs up, hit the bell. Brilliant. If you want to do it for my channel as well, thanks, no problem. Um, but it just helps them get their numbers up kind of thing, like you know, and hopefully... They'll get their numbers up. They'll carry on using me. I get extra dough from them, which means I get more spare time because I don't have to run because I'm getting more dough, which gives me more time to make the Life on the Road videos. So it's kind of symbiosis, big fish, little fish, and that kind of stuff, you know? So, hmm. so on the subject of Life on the Road videos, we did the, the second part of the freelance, um, freelance Trucking Sunday Driver. I was going to put it out in two weeks, and I thought two weeks is too long to go. So I think they've got to come out weekly, like, you know? So... Um, this is my trip going up to uh, the Metro Centre, wondering where to park. Uh, Van on a run says, this is great stuff. Looking forward to the next episode, a real cliffhanger. Yeah, I was kind of playing it fast and loose with that. I mean, it's not exactly Batman, is it? Like, you know, will he get out of next week? It's not exactly that scary, but... Um, and I said about the points thing. He said, I know what you mean, because I'm, I'm clocking out the points on Road Lords. I'm not far away from champion. At the moment, I'm master. 60,000 points gets me champion. And I think I'm about 8,500 points away. But having said that, I can, you get 100 points every, 60, every 100 kilometres, which is about 65 miles. I can do 400 miles in a day, so it's not going to take me long to get there, like, you know. But it is, it's one of them things, isn't it? I remember, um, hang on, let's go. He, he says, I know what you mean about the points, these, these point things. He said, I've done 9,700 9, parcel drops on Amazon Flex. I didn't know Amazon Flex had a points thing, but he obviously does. I'm only 300 off becoming an Amazon Flex master. He said, I'm tempted to do it again for a few days just to hit the milestone, even though it makes better business sense to work in a van um, and earn more. Now it's, finally, now it's finally picked up a bit. So I know what he's saying. My cousin Darren, I'll probably do this in an individual video. I don't know, we used to have them games on the phone. I had Simpsons. And um, you'd build houses, and the houses would generate money from rent, and the money from rent you could use to build Simpsons Town Centre or Crusty Land or something like that. Until one day I thought, why am I doing this? It's pointless. My cousin Darren said, he said, I had this pizza game. And um, he said, I got to the stage where I once made myself 20 minutes late for work because I got out of bed and I was putting imaginary pizzas in ovens so that it meant by the time I got to work I could take them out of work and, and earn more money. When I made myself 20 minutes late, I'm not playing this game anymore. So, But I am going to do one, I think, on the pointless points. The ones that you get, I get on ways. Is the vehicle still on the hard shoulder? Yes. Then the radio goes quiet. It's like fireworks. Bing! Thanks for telling me there's a car sitting on the hard shoulder. It's like, what am I doing? But, um, yeah, pointless points. Probably one coming. Thanks for flagging it. Uh, Steve Campbell says, 
Oh, because I'm on my way up there. He says, I'm thinking where you can park. He says, um, Middleton Tire Services on Scotch Corner. That's the one I couldn't get. Um, you can get your wagon into their park in a coach bay, but you get a fine. Well, I don't want a fine. Uh, there's a lay-by as you come off the A66 over the roundabout. You head towards the A1M, but it's a DVSA checkpoint too. Well, that would have been fine because I don't do anything wrong. Um, the very next junction is Barton Park. I saw that which is a truck stop with no hotel, um, which is no good to me either, because I haven't got a bed in the van. Um, this is um, three junctions up at A1M. is Darnington, New, New, uh, Newton Aycliffe at the A167 junction 59. There's a small service area, not a motorway services, but it has truck parking, petrol station, McDonald's, and a hotel. We used to deliver fish and meat there. It says, I think it might be called the Astro Hotel. There is a proper services in Durham Junction 61 with a hotel. These are things you learn. Um... Top Panther says this is there are labos on the um, the sixty six, and Adam Cornell says it's a he says it's a good labo. I often sleep on that on the way to Scotland. Um, it's like the, the more you do it, the things you know all the stuff in your local area. I know where the hotels are in my local area. I know where the labos and the truck parking is in my local area, but I'm not going to use them because it's local. So if it's local, I can get home. If I'm going somewhere else, I don't know where the truck stops are. I don't. But then after you've done it a little while. I kind of know on the way into Wales, there's quite a few ones with the days in, and that's kind of handy to get to. I also know I've got an infringement this week. I'm gutted. My card, I try to get, I think about every six months I get one. And I now know that um, between Pea's Pottage Services on the M23 and Cobham, there is nowhere to stop. Because I was passing Peace Pottage and I've still got 20 minutes left to drive. And I had like another two and a half hour drive Friday afternoon. I've been driving all day. I've been to Bury St Edmunds, then to Ipswich, then down to Lansing near Brighton. Then I'm on my way home and I know I'm going to hit all the traffic around the 25 in Slough. Friday afternoon I'm in Slough, it's a running gag. Um, and I thought, I don't want to stop knowing that when I start again, I've still got to drive for like over two and a half hours. I'm just going to push on. There'll be somewhere to stop. I'll be able to pull off at the next junction and maybe even if I have to park in someone's street, nothing. For 35 minutes, nothing. So I, I ran over my time. I've got four hours 45 when I stopped. Done the print out, written it down in the book, signed it, sent a message over to Daniel saying, look, mate, I'll know better next time. So now I know on the way back from Brighton, if you don't stop at Peace Pottage, if you ain't got time, if, you, if you're low on your clock, even if it's like four hours, Peace Pottage is the place to go. I seem to remember that being, I'm not sure, I think that's a very Mickey Mouse service station. It's kind of like a petrol station with four parking places. Um, but what I'm saying is the more you do it, the easier it gets. Obviously, if you've got a bed in the cab, that's much easier still because you, all you need to do is stop. And you can sleep, you can rest. If you haven't got a bed in the cab, the problem is, like, I think I'm going to book the hotel ahead of time. And then I get there and realise that the car park's full. And then unless you've got it on that flexi thing, which costs you more money, then you go, I can't even start. I've got a room here, but I've got nowhere to park the lorry. So I kind of have to wing it all the time. It's not, it's not ideal. I mean, ultimately, we will eventually change the lorries for bed lorries. But in the meantime... Is what it is, and I'm learning as I go. So, but thanks very much for the heads up, guys. Um, I will get there, I'm sure. And Steve also says he said, "Oh, because I looked at the the, the the view from the bedroom window." He said, "That's the time, um, and that huge factory is the old Vickers factory. It's BAE now. Might st it might still build tanks. Wow, that's impressive. I didn't know that. It's not as good as the view I had from the hotel bedroom window the following night, because the following night I ended up in Lockerbie." And Lockerbie Services 
is kind of like, it's got a great big lake next to it. So I've got to the hotel and I've opened up the door. It's got, um, it's got a balcony. That's a bit weird. Looked out the balcony, huge lake. It was absolutely beautiful. I went down and said to the lady in reception, I said, that is the nicest view I have ever had from a motorway services hotel and probably one of the best views I've ever had from any hotel I've stayed in. It was fantastic. So, as we go. Right, should you book a job for the afternoon in the morning? So the idea being you've got a job on board, you're going somewhere, you're looking for a return job. Vanderbilt Rob says, woo, first to comment, thanks mate. He said, I think in vans most shippers won't book you if you have a job on board to tip, etc. There are so many vans and drivers out there that they can just book someone who is available and has less chance of being delayed or late to pick up. Unless you're in an out of the way area where they don't have much choice, like proverbial mid Wales. Uh, it appears it is less a shipper's market on the HX, at least with ridges. I'm not sure about Arctics. But it makes a very good point here, which is, I mean, I've done it before, where you're going in the van and you go, right, that's it, I'm going to be there in 20 minutes, so I'll probably be shipped in about 40 minutes, and I should be at yours in about an hour. Then you get there, then you can't find the place. Then the postcode's wrong. Then you ring the shipper, and they go, no, no, sorry, Oh, they said it's supposed to be there, but actually it's around the corner. And then you put it around the corner, around the corner's 15 minutes away. Then you get there, and as you get there, there's three Arctics in front of you. And you go, look, mate, I've only got a van, can you let me in? And then before you know it, what was going to be a 20-minute tip has turned into an hour-and-a-half tip, and the second job's on the phone to you going, where are you? Now, all you can do in this situation is ring the second job. When you ring it, you say, I've got one on board. It should go off fine. If it starts to go wrong, ring them and go, look... My first one's going sideways, it's up to you. Stick with me or repost it. It's entirely up to you. You let me know. And they, they normally go, we'll stick with you, just keep us in the loop, like, you know. Because nothing's, things aren't always that urgent. As for being, uh, you know, less on the HX, the thing about lorries is lorries aren't quite like vans. Vans are much more on the hurry up, which is kind of like a taxi. You ring them when you want them. I want it, I want it here now, I want it gone now. With trucks, it tends to be a lot more. Um, well, like the one I had on Friday afternoon, collection any time, as long as you get it down to Lansing before four. So if you, I mean, I, I got to my first drop, it was, uh, where is it, over in Bury St. Edmunds, a food place, Robert's something or others, and I got there, and um, I was lucky when I pulled in, there was one six axle in front of me, when I pulled out, there was four behind me, and I said to the guy, I went, I've got ten pallets, and they're mixed, so it was like pickles and gravy and, oh, I don't know, foodstuffs or some description. And it was like a waitrose situation. The guy went, oh. He said, we've got to count them. So it was literally, they tipped me. They tipped me relatively quickly. But then I sat there for about, an, I don't know, half hour, three quarters of an hour probably, while they take, took off every case, scanned every case, checked every case. I felt sorry for the poor geezers behind me, like, you know. It'd be like a waitrose situation where they count every sardine in the tin. But... Um, Fortunately, because my second job, I just rang them. I said, here's the situation. I shall be with your customer around about quarter past 11. And they went, it's an open it's an open collection. As long as you're there for a while. <laughs> he said, when I pulled into Lansing, the guy went, we were just talking. I pulled into Lansing about three o'clock. And the guy said, we were just talking about you. We went, where's that delivery driver? We shut at four. And he said, the second I said it, you turned in. So it, was, it worked out cool. You've got to be wise about it. You've got to be, and be realistic. Don't think that journey is an hour. 
I used to do this. Yeah, journey's now. Yeah, it's a journey's an hour at half past five in the morning. But if you're going to do it at half past eight in the morning, so it's an hour and a half, an hour and three quarters, because it's traffic, because of school traffic, because of the. Be realistic. Add time on. Because you won't, otherwise, you'll just end up giving yourself a heart attack. Go, well, I'm going to sit there, I'm going to allow myself an hour to find the place. And then if you get it off in 10 minutes, brilliant. And if you don't, you've allowed yourself time. That way, you can book ahead. But yeah, there we go. Right. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Trucks. Mark Duggan, he's enjoying the videos. He said, just subscribe to the channel. Everyone loves a subscriber. Subscribe, hit the, hit the thumbs up, hit the bell. Is that what you, that's what they say in it. Something like, hit the bell, is it there? Is it there? Might be underneath, don't know. Um, he says, he passed his class one uh, last week. Well done, Mark. And hoping to pick up some work soon. Good luck. On the subject of people running trucks, we have an update on Godzilla's this week, which is, um, he said, taking care but not taking money. So he said, I've taken a deposit on the truck and it's bad bye-bye with sadness, which I am sad about myself, mate, because you've only been in it for about a month or so, isn't it? He said, two things to point out, though. Part of the reason I'm doing this is because I may be getting a job I've uh, been after for seven years, fueling an airport, of all things. No TACO, no ADR, shift work where you get 50% of the year, but when you take into consideration of the holiday in time, or you work three months out of 12, um, so I'm at the mercy of a friend who's a manager and the person who, who gets to say who's employed. This also means I have time to burn with a CX subscription. Um, you know where this is going. This is small van time. Godzilla's is turning into an Uncle Al, but you have to grab beers like mine. Get yourself one of them hats. The cloth cap. Um, he said, there is one slight spanner in the work, though. If I do this, I have to ignore yet another position I'm lined up for. Previously, I was a driving test consultant for a certain company and headhunted because to become a driving test, uh, a test driver elsewhere. It's your basic driving around the country in a car covered in camo because it's blasting around MIRA, Dutch Road, or high speed. Don't know what that means. Um, some electric class two trucks are presently trapped at the docks and given my experience. I think this is on something else now. Uh, it's very like, oh right, okay, I've been driving electric vehicles including tax and leave. It's very likely I'll be given this role, sadly it lasts six months, a nice, stable, well-paid income either way. Well, mate, what you've got to do is go where the money is. If that was me, that airport job sounds good, because 
the electric one only lasts six months, whereas the airport one seems to be the one. The one thing I will say, though, is why, if you've got time to burn on the CX, why dump the truck? Why not just work at the airport when you've got to work at the airport? And when you don't have to work at the airport, then jump in the lorry. Because you can make one job in a lorry will make as much money as you can make running a small van for, what, a day, day and a half? You might do one job in the morning, pick it up, drive it 30 miles, drop it off and come on. And you'll get your day's money that way. But you do you. There probably is, it might be to do with the fact that if you get the airport job or the other job, then you can't do the taco thing because it can it conflicts with the taco and you've got to be in a small van. But let us know either way. Either way, I jumped on the CX because the markets were dying. If I'd have been on the CX for two weeks and someone had come around and said, I've just read your book, here's a contract, I want you to write more books, I'd have dumped the CX like a stone. It's not the fact that I'm committed to becoming a courier driver because it's what all I've wanted. It's something that's usually in life. It's what happens when you're making other plans. It's something I fell into, and um, I'm happy doing it, and I'm making progress. But if someone came around with a better offer tomorrow, I'd take it. Money's money. You know, I've got family to feed you. Um, and I one on Steve Campbell's as well on the trucks thing because he says... We talk about Road Lords, which is the, the free truck app, the, the sat-nav app. He said, I use Road Lords when I'm in the wagon, and I've not got a sat-nav with me. However, I do find that Road Lords has a tendency to have a bit of a delay at times. He said, I use Google Maps for satellite images um, or Street View to locate loading base. Um, yeah, I've never done the Street View thing. I've never really needed to. I've managed pretty much to find things. It might make my life slightly easier, but I've managed to find things. I do want to do one on... Um, Waze versus Road Lords. So, you know, so, sometimes Waze gets right, but sometimes Road Lords gets it right. I kind of need to set a camera up here or here so that you can, I mean, I can do screen record, but you can actually just to see what's going on at any one stage. I will get around to it, but again, it's one of those videos that's going to be complicated because I'm going to have to shoot it on three cameras so you can see the road, you can see me talking, and you can actually see what's going on on the Road Lords. And also, my mate Ian said he was prepared to lend me a TomTom Pro which has got easy drive. I like the sound of easy drive. It means it takes you as close to the destination as possible on the biggest roads as possible, and then you just have to do the fiddly bit at the end. But once again, with the road lords, it kind of works. So we'll try and get that one up and running as soon as we can. A few others to do. In the meantime, if you're missing the CX videos, don't forget the circuit channel. Please subscribe. Um, also, Steve says, because I said about the fact that you know, the reversing test on the, on the truck, which is going to be done not by the examiner, not by your driving instructor, but by someone else on the firm, like they're not going to be biased. He says, as a reversing test, it's exactly the same as when I take my um, MOT test um, an hour's drive away because the test is a friend. He's a mate of mine who's fond of Chris £20 notes. I have to confess, we put the car through, which I was going to see, oh, but apparently now I'm not. Child's still using it. Um, the MOT, and Dan said it failed, but they passed it on the condition that I got the stuff done. So I don't know how that stands. As it is, I would have to have the stuff done. I could not do that to Dan, and it has been done. So the cars have passed now. That's lovely. Anybody want to buy a Countryman? I don't think it's up for sale anymore. I think Charles keeping it. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, miscellaneous. Oh, gold member. It's good to hear from him again. He said, I noticed Van Gogh pop up on a bid of a job of mine this week. I'll make sure it's an early payment. Thanks, mate. Everybody appreciates an early payment. He was a guy who started commenting very early in the beginning, and he's kind of turned into a shipper, I believe. And I think he's doing all right out of it. You know, he kind of started off in a van, and then he was in the computer, and then he's got vans, and I believe he's doing okay, and I hope you are doing okay. Good luck, mate. 
Um, oh, TD was on the um, the driving test, the driving uh, course thing. He said, "I've just done 24 miles per hour in a 20 mile an hour zone in the middle of the night, 2:40 a.m. by a fixed camera, no pedestrians around, and hardly any cars on the road." I have a clean driving license and I drive for a living. This seems to be a money-making scheme to me. It's ridiculous to have 20 mile an hour limits on main A roads during the middle of the night. I've driven on this particular, I've driven on this particular for around 35 years when it was always 30 miles per hour, but now it's reduced to steal money from drivers. TD, I kind of agree with you. Like I say, the time I got points, I was up in Yorkshire in the middle of nowhere and it went 40, 30, 40. And if you missed the sign, it was like, bang, it was like one house. So they reduced the thing for like 200 yards, and I didn't see it, boom, sign. Um, the problem with cameras is you can't reason with them. You can't turn around to the camera and go, mate, it's 2.45 in the morning, there's no one here, I was going four miles an hour. It just is. It's a bit like, again, what do we say? It's a bit like the, um, with the emissions thing. It's basically poor person's tax under the name of ecology. Sometimes the speed cameras can be poor person's tax under the name of safety. Sometimes, they, I mean, they don't, apparently the speed cameras and things have actually... I think the fear of getting tickets has made us all drive a lot slower. And in the end, that's probably not such a bad thing. Because I do believe that, you know, deaths on the road have gone down as a result of cameras. But like I say, there are times... I had a mate of mine, Will... Class one driver, clean license for like most all his life, and he got six points in space of a Sunday morning. He got three driving his daughter to horse riding, and three driving back from horse riding. And he said and it was a mobile camera. It's along the Billington Road, which is a clear road at seven o'clock on a Sunday morning, and I was doing forty-five in a forty. And he's like, really? I mean, what hurts is not the fact that you got the points, but you got them twice. It isn't even like if it was like a roadside cop. You get the points once and you go, oh, okay, well, I'm going to have to spoil that one, but I'm going to have to be more careful here. You don't even flag it. It's, I didn't even clock it, but it's what it is. Um, oh, finally, one from Pete Fletcher. Oh, quite importantly, he said, rent a new van or buy an affordable option. He's got a budget of 11K. Um, I have done one on rent or buy. I personally would always buy if it was me. I would be the I would do the uh, Tom May thing. I would get a Luton with a tail, the best one you could buy, and then when you can afford it, get a convert, get a curtain fitted, or maybe go down a small van route. I've noticed that small vans. We've noticed that um, jobs are selling for more in a small van now. Like uh, I think all the prices have gone up slightly. I might have to update my how much did you bid. I have to talk to the office about this because I don't drive a van no more. Um, but I think we had one going like 109 miles, and I noticed it went for 85 quid. So it's kind of and he would have been the most competitive quote. So it's kind of getting closer now to a pound a mile, which it kind of has to. Diesel's now nearly two, on some of the motorway service stations, it's just it's 0.01 pence off of two pound a litre. Not that we pay that, on fuel cards. But, um, but that's it, guys. That's it for another Sunday, guys and girls. Um, I hope you're all well. Like I say, keep the comments up. I'll keep up... Um, Oh, so I'm going to try and do one life on the... I'm trying to work out what to do. I don't know what I do for the best. But I'm going to try and do one life on the road. So you actually... One, answering the questions. And let's face it, I've answered pretty much all the questions. There's plenty of videos out there to log on to. Um, just type it in the search bar. Chances are I've probably covered it somewhere along the line. Probably wrongly, or at least, you know, largely inaccurate, they tend to be. Um, and then one life on the road. So you can actually see what it's like. 
I've got one coming out, and you think, is it going to be fantastic? Isn't it going to be fantastic? I don't want to spoil it, but um, yeah, they're, they're genuine life on the road. And also the thing with the life on the road is you can kind of show the jobs as they ping up on the CX, so you get an idea of what's going on. Just just let you know the other, you know, the peak behind the velvet curtain. So that's it. Um, enjoy your Sunday. Take care. Take money. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.